John MacArthur is doubling down on his takes about women in leadership. We'll tell you what he said. Also, an evangelical pro-life group has found itself in hot water in Texas. And we've got our first look at the new documentary about the Parkland shooting. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Flippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Clark. So first up, John MacArthur really doubling down on his anti-women stance. Yeah, very strange. Uh, John MacArthur continues to be very uh, uh, in favor of a, let's say, a patriarchal interpretation of scripture after sparking outrage a few weeks back for telling popular author and preacher Beth Moore to, quote, go home. He's now preaching that women's takeover, his words, of culture is leading to trouble. He said, quote, let me tell you something. If children are in charge, we're in trouble. If women are in charge, we're in trouble. That was part of a longer sermon titled, Does the Bible? Will permit a woman to preach, which MacArthur posted to his YouTube channel over the weekend. Here's a clip. Guess what? When women take over a culture, men become weak. When men become weak, they can be conquered. They can be conquered. You're watching that happen in this country. As more and more and more and more women ascend to power, more and more men become weaker and weaker and weaker, and the level of vulnerability just keeps escalating. Your men will fall by the sword because they become weak. You've, you've literally lived out the curse of Genesis 3. You've desired to dominate them, and you've done it, and your mighty ones are going to fall in battle, and her gates will lament and mourn, meaning the city, and deserted she will sit on the ground. Guess what? When all the men have been slaughtered, you can sit there with all your jewelry and junk. You've been conquered because you've overpowered your protector. So I take his answer is no, he doesn't think women should be allowed to preach. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Over the course of the sermon, MacArthur laid out his belief that women are not just ill-equipped for spiritual leadership, but for any kind of leadership role. He said that, quote, typical women's sensibilities, which in his mind include things like compassion, mercy, and kindness, make women, quote, more vulnerable, which is why they need men to, quote, protect them from deception. Uh, so there's obviously a, a lot going on there. But as you might imagine, there's not a lot of research to back up MacArthur's claims about what happens when women are in charge. In fact, a study from SP Global just last month found that organizations with female leadership tend to be more profitable. An even more comprehensive study from 2014 found that the more organizations promote women 
women into leadership roles, the more successful they tend to be. So yeah, I would say that his warning may fall on deaf ears for anybody who has uh, take the, taken some time to look at the actual research of what he's talking about here, but definitely disappointing to see him double down on a very hurtful and misogynistic yeah. message. Yeah. Well, uh, next up, an evangelical pro-life group in Texas is facing some legal trouble. Yeah, interesting story. The Heidi Group, which is an evangelical pro-life organization, which was contracted by the state of Texas to build a network of women's health service providers in the state, could be on the hook for a million and a half dollars following a preliminary investigation into violations. The Texas Health and Human Services Commission Office of Inspector General says the group misused taxpayer dollars, overpaying subcontractors and operating without proper oversight. So what exactly happened? Well, in 2016, Texas contracted the Heidi Group to step in and provide women's health to low-income residents in the wake of the state's exclusion of organizations with abortion ties like Planned Parenthood. The Heidi Group was awarded $1.6 million to serve women whose access to health care was limited following a new series of laws that forced the closure of women's health clinics with ties to abortion provision. Despite pledging to use that money to provide health care to some 51,000 low-income Texas women, a state audit determined that the Heidi Group had only helped about 2,300 women. The Heidi Group was also awarded a $5.1 million contract as part of the state's family planning program, which the group promised to use to help 18,000 clients. The group only helped 1,000. So now the HHSC says it is expanding its investigation to figure out what went wrong, and the results may mean that the Heidi Group will have to refund the grant to the state. The report says, quote, the difference in the number of recipients served and the funds expended implies that the Heidi Group mismanaged grant funds under both contracts. And how's the Heidi Group responding? Well, they're defending themselves. In an interview with the Christian Post, Heidi Group CEO Carol Everett said the investigation was just preliminary, which is true, and said they served more clients than their paperwork shows. She said, quote, neither I as the CEO or any of my financial people has ever been interviewed by the HHSC Office of Inspector General. She went on to say that, quote, this is a very preliminary report and we did everything as approved in our contract. She also said, quote, several of our larger providers, like the Rio Grande Hospital District with five providers, would not give us those reports because there was too much administrative work involved. So her excuse is that keeping track would have been too hard? That's right. And this is something that some critics of shuttering Planned Parenthood and its similar organizations have been worried about. Regardless of people's stance on abortion, many of these clinics provided health care to low-income women. And without them around, there aren't a lot of good alternatives, meaning underqualified organizations like Heidi Group are left to pick up the pieces. A Houston Chronicle report from November found numerous lapses in financial mismanagement, Saying, quote, the group had paid medical providers hundreds of thousands in excess fees, had overspent on payroll and fringe benefits, and had expensed thousands in unallowable costs like food, gift cards, clothing, and retail membership fees. In fact, a former employee of the Heidi Group told the Chronicle that the organization's mismanagement was a shame. She said, quote, they could have really done a lot with that money, and they just didn't. So a, a definitely a disappointing story that illuminates some larger potential problems falls in the future as some of these laws uh, aimed at closing Planned Parenthood and similar organizations take effect. Yeah, so that's something we'll want to keep an eye on for sure. For sure. So finally, we've got a new look at an upcoming documentary about Parkland. 
Yeah, a, a new documentary coming out later this month from directors Emily Taguchi and Jake Lefferman takes a look at what happened at a school rocked by a shooting after the media has moved on. The trailer, which was released today, it's posted at relevantmagazine.com, showcases lots of intimate footage from the students of Stoneman Douglas in Florida. Both from the actual day of the shooting, there are some clips captured by a smartphone of students hiding in closets while shots ring out, and also what followed as students, teachers, and parents try to put their lives back together. Looks like a, a really interesting, possibly very hard to watch movie. It will arrive on November 29th. Yeah, that, that definitely sounds like a, an important movie to, uh, to keep our eyes on there. Yeah, for sure. Looking forward to it, and we'll try to cover it as it comes out. All right. Well, thanks, Tyler. Hey, thank you. To read more about the stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook, and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday, bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.